0: Welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight?
1: I am feeling inspired.
0: Inspired? Tell me why. Why are you inspired tonight?
1: I'm excited about this episode. We're doing Cast Chronicles tonight, and I've had the opportunity to get to talk to Sarah a little bit and when you hear about her role and everything she does it's awesome and inspiring
0: well I'm going to give you the quick intro that I give every time we do one of these awesome shows and then I'm going to turn it over to Sarah to give us a little bit more so let's introduce Sarah Ewing has worked for the Walt Disney Company in the area of costuming for close to a decade from Disney Cruise Line to Walt Disney World in Florida Sarah's been an integral part in putting our favorite characters in the apparel we've all grown to know and love This behind-the-scenes role helps ensure the magic of meeting a character or seeing a character is consistent, and it keeps the story as magical for the guest upon the 100th time as a visitor as it was that very first time. We are thrilled to welcome Sarah to Let's Talk Diz. Sarah, how are you tonight?
2: I'm doing fantastic. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Well, we're, we're very excited to have you. We're really appreciative of anybody that likes to share their story of how they help make the magic for others. So, what have i missed what do you feel like some people should know about you that, that didn't include in my little canned intro there
2: um well i think one of the things that is kind of funny about me is uh, i wasn't planning on working at disney i know a lot of people like disney was their dream and their goal and i i sort of just like tumbled into it Uh, i was graduating and i didn't know what to do and my best friend Uh, Applied to work on Disney Cruise Lines, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do that, too (laughs) And uh, I worked on the ships and costuming and then I did that for three contracts Which is about a year and a half and then I was like, you know what? This is great, but I want to go back to land So I went home um, and during that time when I was home, which in which was Connecticut I had a vacation with the same best friend at Walt Disney World We went just for fun and I saw the Festival of the Fantasy Parade and I said, oh man, I can't not not work for Disney. This stuff is too good. So I came back and I've been here ever since.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How does somebody even get into something as specific and magical for pardon the pun as costuming?
2: Um, Well, I actually went to school for design and technical theater um, and specifically in costuming. So that's my background. So I did a lot of theatrical design, uh, which is Similar and different, I guess. And then um, with those skills, I was able to work for Disney Cruise Line in, in the costuming capacity, which that role on the ship, because we're so limited, is you pretty much use every skill that you ever had because you are taking care of so many things because it's such a small team. We, we support all the shows on the ship, all of our character costumes, as well as all of our operations. Um, and I don't mean uniforms, but our cast, um, on the ship will dress up for things like in the youth programs. They have special costumes. So we did all that too. And there's only a team of three or four of us. So we do a lot of stuff there. And then once I got uh, to land, uh, I originally was supporting Disney Cruise Line for a little while, um, Shoreside uh, in costuming. And then uh, I think a lot of people's careers are similar. It's kind of like you you're like oh i want to try that like and there's an opening and you know i i got an opportunity uh somebody was like hey we need help over here do you want to do this and i said yeah and that's how i got into what i do now which is character costume buying is that basically there was an opportunity and they needed help and i said sure i'll do it and i've been there ever since and i kind of it's a combination of the skills that I already learned and learning new skills that are kind of unique to a job because really there's not a job anywhere else in the whole world that's like what I have right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's, that's awesome. And I, I know when we transition into Sandy's questioning, she's going to grill you and get, get some more information on all that. But I've got some rapid fire Disney questions that I'm, I'm going to throw your way if you're prepared. I'm ready. All right, cool. Your favorite Disney park?
2: Animal Kingdom
0: your favorite disney song
2: uh when can i see you again by owl city because it's in paint the night which is my all-time favorite parade
0: cool your favorite disney movie
2: i have to say cinderella live action
0: hmm, interesting your in your opinion the best disney snack
2: well this is a tough one but i'm gonna have to say the mickey shaped beignets from disneyland
0: yeah, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. that. You say it's a tough <laughs> one, but I don't think you're going to get many people that object. Uh, your favorite Disney character that's appeared on the screen?
2: Uh, Princess Tiana, because she's all about working hard and um, you know going after her dreams and her goals.
0: The best Disney stage show?
2: My favorite show is Believe, which is on the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy, and it's a show about a father and a daughter, and the father is so busy, caught up in his job, doesn't realize his daughter's growing up before him, and by the end of the show, he sees the magic in that, and it's a really beautiful show.
0: It's Yeah, somebody with a daughter, I'm crying just thinking about it, so thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. You've spent a significant amount of time in the parks. What do you think the greatest holiday overlay is? that happens in, in in Disney is?
2: Well, Halloween's my favorite holiday by far, so I definitely have to say Halloween. Um, but I especially love the pumpkins and particularly the Disneyland Mickey pumpkin that's right in the middle of the street, right when you walk in. That's my favorite, favorite thing.
0: We have attractions that come and go. What is your most missed attraction?
2: Mr. Toad's Wild Ride.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we've been getting that a lot, Sandy. That, that, that's that been an answer we've been getting often.
1: Savetoad.com, just another reason to go out to Disneyland. And for those of you that don't know, I didn't want to interrupt Jeff, but he gave me a great opening. <laughs> the Paint the Night show that Sarah mentioned is one of my favorites. And I think it's interesting. Sarah obviously is a Walt Disney World and a Disney Cruise Line gal, but Paint the Night is a Disneyland
2: show, and it is Phenomenal! It's the best by far. Nothing beats it. Uh, the technology is just the songs, the music, the technology. I just I was so blown away. I yeah. I nothing beats it. So. I think
1: I could see that one a hundred times. Sadly, I've only seen it about nine or ten. But...
0: Oh, cry me a river! I've only <laughs> seen it nine or ten times. So, Sarah, the last one for me on a rapid fire is. Do you have any little known park facts that you carry around in your back pocket and break out at cocktail parties?
2: Yes. So there is a costuming team. This is not my team, but there is a costuming team that works on the animatronic costumes in all of our rides and attractions. And I had the opportunity of going with them one morning before park open uh, And they go in and check all of the animatronics because our maintenance staff will go in and fix things And so in between that they need to make sure that they're ready their show ready for our guests So they go in and touch up all the costumes before the rides open.
0: Well, that's awesome So i'm going to throw it over to sandy. She's got some harder hitting. Don't worry. You'll be okay disney questions to ask
1: you I get the fun behind the scenes stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm really excited to get some of these answers (laughs) so we love visiting all of our costume character friends and i have to assume that some of the costumes are a little bit more complicated than others some are easier for you guys to work with what makes something easier hard from a costuming standpoint
2: so I will say definitely there are things that are a little easier for us to make and things that are harder. We always have days where we're like, oh, this is not so hard. And then something happens and it's challenging anyways. But I will say like something simpler would be like Alice's blue dress. It's it's really, it's not very difficult pattern and it's one fabric. So it's not very hard for us to make if we have the fabric in stock. Um, the things that are the hardest to make are items that require many processes and multiple steps so for example um, Maui is a character that we have he he likes to visit some of our parks and when he's out in our parks, he's not gonna actually wear a real leaf skirt because if you can imagine in Florida, the leaves would wilt. So we make him leaves um, and and those custom leaves have a lot of steps. So we have custom printed fabric that gets made for each leaf. And then that fabric gets sandwiched around foam or different frost shape, which gives it its structure. Some of them even have specialty piping in them to give them a 3D effect. And then they all get finished around the edges and then we have to make all of those individual leaves which is many different types before they can get sewn into his leaf skirt. So every single one of those steps takes time and is a process that we have to follow through to make sure that we can get the end product.
1: Wow I'm gonna have to pay more attention to all those little details on the next trip and
2: see all the little pieces to the costumes. (laughs) Yes this will definitely open your eyes I think. That's
1: awesome. Now, we know, obviously, the Fab Five and many characters have been around for a long time. But one thing I love about Disney is there's always things that are new. There's new Disney Junior shows, new movies. Can you talk a little bit about that process to decide how they bring someone new to the park? And when they bring a movie, for instance, when they brought Inside Out, they only brought two of the characters, not all of the characters. What's that process like in making those choices?
2: So there's a lot of complicated things that go into it but the basic thing is you know what what are the guests really going to be looking for who are they really going to want to meet right um, unfortunately, we probably can't have every character from every movie all the time. Our parks would just be absolutely overflowing with characters. So we try to, you know, work with our characters and figure out, okay, who's the number one, you know, people, character that our guests really want to see. And sometimes that'll change too. Uh, one example that we did recently is um, Incredibles two came out, and we already had all of our incredible family meeting and we added Edna Mode. We we invited her to come to our parks, and she did, and it was a really fun one, and our guests love seeing Edna Mode, so that was a a really great addition for us.
1: That is very cool, and I'm sure it must be a tough decision also to say, you know, now it's time to say goodbye to a certain character. They must have to go through that process as well.
2: Sometimes it'll be a temporary goodbye, but usually um, our characters have the ability to come back if we invite them back. So, you know, sometimes the character's popularity will be fade a little bit. And, you know, we want, again, we only have so much space and we want to make sure our our guests are getting to see who they really want to come to our parks to see. So we'll rotate people out. But um, a lot of times, you know, uh, special events, like you'll hear special events in Disneyland or Disneyland Paris. Or even Walt Disney World uh, for our DVC events, special characters will come out. They'll come back for those events. So for us, they're never gone. It's just see you real soon. So we know that there's only one Mickey Mouse.
1: Yes. We know he has a big wardrobe, but does he have a lot of the same outfits just in case? I assume he's not sending his clothes to the dry cleaners every night.
2: <laughs> so all of our characters have a lots of uh, backups and spares. Um, so we like to make sure that we know that any costume, it goes on set, you know, Mickey's wearing his white gloves. You can think of his iconic white gloves. They're probably, they might they're more than likely gonna get dirty, right? Or sometimes things even get damaged. Uh, they get torn or um, they just, you know, they get ripped, ripped over time. So uh, when when Mickey's done with his white gloves and they're dirty, we'll wash them for him. And if there's anything else like that, we'll repair them. And because that's happening, we always wanna have spares. So all of our parks have their own sets of spares because, you know, Mickey visits every park in the whole world. But my team, um, which actually supports all, every single park in the whole world, we have our own set of spares. So when uh, Walt Disney World is running low or just say Cinderella's had a really rough day today and she had three little kids spill grape juice on three different skirts and she's going to need some more skirts soon, they'll call us and we will get those skirts ready for her. So we actually have... um, (laughs) We'd like to, we like to call it almost like our princess closet. We have like all, all these beautiful princess dresses ready to go for wherever our princess is who needs one that we can send it to any park in the whole world. So
1: you have the backups to the backups for the main event. Very cool. Any other fun facts you can share with us about costuming?
2: I I actually have some fun facts about um, some specific character costumes. So Cinderella is, like I said, one of my favorite movies, and her costume is really special. If you look at her blue dress, you'll see that it has like a silver scroll and that's woven into the fabric. And if you look really closely at that silver scroll, which you probably can't do right now, but when COVID is over and you can meet her again in person, you can actually see that in the scroll is the letter C for Cinderella and there's a little glass slipper as well. So that way she never loses her glass slipper. It's always woven into her fabric. She has her own version of a hidden Mickey. I love it. It does, yes. And uh, Princess Jasmine, a lot of her characters do actually, but. These are kind of my favorite ones. Princess Jasmine does as well. She has Raj, her tiger, embroidered in the front of her belt. And then on her sleeves, she has rhinestones and they're in the pattern of lotus flowers. Wow. We're going to have to check that out. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. People are people are freaking out right now. When they and I, things like that. I
1: know Cinderella is your favorite character, but as far as costumes that you've had an opportunity to actually work on, what would you say is your favorite costume?
2: So my favorite one is princess elena um so she was sort of my my project to make sure that uh, she would have costumes when she rolled out and she was our first hispanic princess so she was actually really popular she went to every single park and we had to make sure she had a lot of costumes so that she was ready to meet all of our eager guests and her costume is really special because it has a, a custom embroidery on it and that embroidery has dozens of colors of thread in it and it's, it has to be placed by hand when the embroiderer does it. So it, it's very time-consuming to embroider. Um, and then also once her costume is embroidered and sewn together into the dress, it gets rhinestoned. and her dress takes one person eight hours to rhinestone. Wow. <laughs> so it's, I'm very proud of it because of all the details that people don't really see, but when you do meet her, uh, it brings her extra to life. Like she she just pops in Does front of So She must be so sparkly and wonderful. Yes, she That's really amazing. is. She really is. <laughs> what would you say the
1: toughest part of working in costuming is?
2: Uh, the toughest part is going to be working working together and, and getting everything done on time. So um, like Princess Elena, we knew that there was a date tied to her show when she when she was going to be ready to come visit our park. So we knew we wanted her on a certain day in all of the parks in the whole world she's going to visit. Um, so we had a lot of work with our vendors. Um, we actually went from one vendor to four vendors to create her embroidery. And we wanted to make sure that her dress looked like her dress. Like Elena, when she goes to pick up her dress, she wants it to be the way that she it looks in her in her cartoon, right? And so part of my job is to make sure that everything matches and looks and looks exactly the same so that Elena can pick up her dress and go, oh, this is my dress, and we know it's her, you know, and every little detail is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Because our characters don't worry about that. We do that for them, you
1: know? <laughs> And that's one of those, those Disney differences, that attention to detail and that character integrity is just so prominent in the brand that I absolutely love it.
2: Yes.
1: So I I have to think working in this phenomenal wardrobe that you sometimes wish you could just borrow one of these outfits for the day and dress as your favorite person. If you could borrow anybody, who would
2: you be for the day? Well, I mean I really love a lot of them all the princesses you know those are super fun but one of my favorites that's kind of a random one is uh Stella Lou who is one of Duffy's friends and she is a ballerina bunny and I would love to borrow her little point shoes and her ballerina tutu and she has a scrunchie with a flower on it it's really cute I would love to wear that
1: (laughs) and my last question for you before I turn it over to Jeff obviously you now work with a lot of these different parks and locations. Is there a big difference when Cinderella is going to be in a park versus when you were costuming Cinderella to be on one of the ships? Does that process change at all?
2: Yes. The the thing about the ship is that we're in the middle of the ocean (laughs) and we don't have a lot of space. So we don't have as many backups as our parks do. We have just a few of everything. We, we do have, you know, one emergency backup just in case something happens because things do happen. Um, but a lot of what we do on the ship is going to be different than land because we kind of took care of everything ourselves. And and for example, uh, one example I have is Mickey has a white captain's jacket that he wears uh, on the ship for a formal night. And it's lovely, except it's white and we only have a couple so we take really really good care of it and we and as soon as Mickey comes off set we check it we make sure if there's anything wrong with it we we, you know we will stain care it. you know we've we've been sewing on buttons just to make sure that the the we only have two we want to make sure that they're perfect so that Mickey always looks great when he goes on set whereas our parks you know they have the the capacity to have space so they're not gonna be worrying it about something right that moment like we do on the ship so that's probably the biggest thing
1: what a fun fun role i i love what you do but you've also had another great role which is something that i've talked a lot about and i think jeff's gonna talk a little bit with you about when you worked in the traditions department
0: talk to us for those that have no idea what the traditions program is i know that you are an assistant within the program talk to us about what you do there and and really i guess for lack of a better term What would you say that like the top things are that you shared with new cast that can be applied to, to any job, even outside of Disney?
2: Okay. So traditions is the class that every single cast member takes on their very first day. Um, It's usually a full day class uh, where we introduce them to the company, the whole Disney company, not just Walt Disney world. Um, And we, we sort of assume that like people might be walking in and they may only know who mickey mouse is and that's it um so we like to introduce them to what we're really about and our magic and um, one of the biggest things that we teach in our class is um kind of our, our brand integrity right and our story one of the things that makes disney Uh, So prolific and people love, and they they keep with them is that we tell these stories that stick with people. And so we, uh, in our class, we share that with them, and we we kind of try to pull that out of them. You know, do you have a favorite character, or do you have a story, or who who, has anyone ever been to Walt Disney World before any of our parks? And we we kind of help them connect those dots. You know, did you watch something like? Did you have a favorite Disney movie when you were a little kid, and realize that Disney kind of touches almost everyone in some way. And when you realize that, that you have that impact as a cast member, because you're going to go out there and touch our guests, it kind of just opens your eyes to, wow, this isn't just a regular job. This is something really special. And to add to that, the traditions, uh, there is a team of people who teach traditions every year, you have to be selected for it. Uh, and so it's a very, uh, very high honor and privilege to be able to do it. So uh, my team was a 2019 team and we kind of ran into the beginning of 2020 and then uh, everything sort of got put on hold. So there is a 2020 team, but they have not had the opportunity to teach any traditions yet. So we shall see what happens moving forward.
0: Well, I know that the experiences that you've mentioned today, there is absolutely somebody or multiple somebody's that are listening to this show saying. This is exactly who I am. So if somebody feels that that's that's who they are, where can they reach out to you to see either what you're doing or to pick your brain as to how they can move on towards a career like you're having?
2: Sure. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Sarah Landisberg. So Ewing, you introduced me as Sarah Ewing. That's my maiden name. And I actually haven't had a chance to change it yet officially, but I have changed it on my social media. So I am uh, on there as Sarah Landisberg. And you're welcome to reach out to me. I love talking to people and and, uh, helping them in any way that I can.
0: As somebody who continues to go back to Disney property and continues to ride on Disney Cruise Line, I thank you for the tireless effort that you put in into making sure that every interaction that I have, and now even more importantly, my children will have with these wonderful characters is consistent with the image that they have and that I've had in my brain. So thank you for all of your hard work and helping make the magic happen for me and for my family and for countless others.
2: You're welcome. I'm so glad I get to do it. It's it's so special.
1: And I'll just add my thanks to it. And what a phenomenal role you know I've done backstage tours we've talked about them on the show and it's interesting we go through costuming and we see where cast members pick up costuming and I've been going to the parks long enough that I think any guest who was at the park probably 15 years ago back at Hollywood Studios feels like they've been to costuming because of that little trek through back in the no longer existent backlot tour yes. but you know, what we see on stage and hearing all these intricacies from you really paints an incredible picture. And you, although you are a backstage cast member, you really make the stage shine. And so thank you for all you do and for joining us tonight.
2: You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So, Sandy, I know that we, you and I have spoken about this and we've spoken about it on the show. There's something on the Easy Diz website that really features costuming. And I think it's a cool thing to maybe mention it now. I'm actually going to let you introduce it so that somebody knows exactly what it is that they're looking for when they navigate over to the Easy Diz website.
1: You bet. So obviously you know that we've been lucky as a family that we get to go to Disney very often. And one thing that my daughter started doing when she was young, we were in our hotel room one day and the fun fact came on the TV that Minnie at the time actually had the largest wardrobe with over 200 different outfits in her wardrobe. And so my daughter made it a mission to start to find Mickey and Minnie in as many different costumes as we could. And we know that they change costumes for Halloween and different parades and special occasions. And so we created all of these pictures on our wall at home, and now we have a costume gallery on the website. So if you go to easydiseasy.com backslash gallery, you'll see we have a Mickey gallery, a mini gallery. We have a lot of our pictures, and we ask guests to share with us so you can kind of get a big view of some of those different costumes.
0: Sandy, thanks for taking the time for sharing your expertise tonight. You bet. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and have them subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.